Welcome to the Full Jack Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Four Jack Podcast. Brought to you by our folks over at Jackson Labs, who actually just did our new website, which will be launching soon. So keep your eyes and ears open with for that. And yeah, I mean, if Jackson Labs can get our brand going and our website going, what could they do for you? You should definitely get a hold of them at jaxonlabs.com. That's Jackson Labs. We have a big weekend to talk about uh, at the American Express down in PGA West. It was a completely different week compared to last that we saw. But before we get into that, we'll do some little roundtable roll call. First up, Tombo, what's happening? Not too much, brother. Just got back from Van, actually had a little bit of a date night with Parksy down there. With our West Coast correspondent. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we had a big chat about everything for Jack and just life in general, and it was really inspiring, and I'm happy to be here. I love that. And the aforementioned West Coast correspondent, Chris Parkinson. Parksy, what's up, brother? What's up, gentlemen? Tommy, thanks again for stopping by out here. It was a pleasure to have you. It seems like you brought the warm Edmonton weather. Yeah, man, I uh, seemingly trying to bring that energy is uh is good to see you too, bud. And uh, yeah, had a great time with you, man. I'm excited to come back out there, play some golf with you real soon, and meet some more of those West Coast golfers. Get away Absolutely, from yeah. We missed we missed Bud Codes on this trip, but uh, try and round him up for the next one. I think. Well, that's easy. Maybe even a C pays or two. Well, I think that's uh, a must, but I'd, I'd rather wait till the weather is at least warm enough for me to peg it. Like I don't really want a foot of snow <laughs> on the ground, but because uh, of fake snow Mageddon. But yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is, I guess, right? I, I take yes, your snow Mageddon over the minus forty here. So it was interesting because yeah, like the snow is just super wet out there, right? Like yeah, cause part, it's probably rain. It was advisable <laughs> like, not to go out there, but part of me just wanting to see as much as I humanly can. Just wants to see what Vancouver's like in Snowmageddon. Yeah. And, and you know what? Today, boys, today, plus 12, and snow's basically gone. Is it all it gone? Could have been right. There was motorcycles on the street today. Oh, my God. Wow. I yeah. like that, though. That's what a nice. turnaround. What a treat. I liked it, though. It what was a treat. fun to slip and slide around Vancouver for a couple of days. Well, I mean, yeah, and we sir. could use that as a segue, slip and slide. On the last four or five holes at uh, PGA West for the American Express, a weekend that was, uh, I mean, the first two days, Parksy, it seemed like uh, your pick was going to be a runaway after he tied a career low for his first two rounds. Ricky Fowler with shooting 129 over the first two days and then put out just an absolute mediocre weekend. And put it on ice, buddy. Watch about as good Adam as a warm bath and a decent book. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was not, it was not very good. I don't know what happened to Fowler. He just kind of fell off. It was just, he, he seems like he just he loses steam on the weekends. And then somebody had mentioned in our little group chat that he had trouble closing. And I don't know what's going on, but he just needs to get fired up on Sundays. It's just something's not there. Something's missing. So. Well, they say he's working on I mean, a new swing, and maybe that's the issue coming right. down the stretch and a little bit of pressure. But, I mean, to me, the swing looked good. He he just couldn't make any putts. Like, he made nothing yeah. on Sunday. I think his club's in like a crazy place at the top of his backswing. It always has been. It has, but just is that something that when you're going into the weekend and a little more pressure, 
is like is that something that's that's messing him up like is it hard to uh, get it in the right place and he's just having a miss i would i would say that his proximity to the hole and his approach shots was was a little lacking i mean that place honestly you're not battling anything but yourself on the golf course the lies are perfect if you're mm-hmm. in fairway first cut the greens are absolutely showtime. There's not a breath of wind out there. It seems like it's Wally World. It's perfect golf conditions, you know, 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So really no excuse. If you don't have your yardages under control, your game under control, it's, it's kind of on you. You can't really blame anybody else or the weather. I agree. And, I mean, we saw, like, I mean, I didn't see too much of the broadcast on Saturday, but on Sunday, I mean, he did not miss a lot of fairways. He was center cut most, most tee shots. And even if the few times that you, you know, venture off the fairway, like, you know, that dormant ryegrass, it, it was fine. Like, everything's sitting up. Like, you're not really too worried about it sinking in. Like, uh, that course is, I mean, at, 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 what's this? Andrew Landry was legit, like, one shot away at one point from breaking the course or tournament record. I mean, yeah, it's gettable, clearly. For sure. I mean, there's a couple of super deep rounds out there, too, but... Seemingly, this is a testament to how Pete Dye designs golf courses and, and why they stand the test of time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's out there to get for sure. It's definitely a shot maker style of golf course. If you fall asleep out there, it's game over. Yes. Because you wind up with some tricky spots. But again, I don't know, man. I, I feel like some of those guys just ran out of steam. Honestly, at one point, I thought Answer was going to take the tournament. Oh. Like, all he needed to do really was birdie 18 and wait for Landry just to kind of fall off the planet. Because the three, four last, you know, closing holes out there are pretty tough. I mean, they are Absolutely. birdie holes at the same capacity, but there's definitely a lot of risk out there. So, yeah, I was hoping hoping he would put one in the soup and we would see uh, we would see Landry hoist the trophy. But Yeah, I mean, this week. getting back to that for, I mean, potentially the people that didn't watch it, I mean, it, at one point, I mean, Landry was up by, what, six or seven? And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. it's a runaway. I'm like, the guy isn't missing that move that I... I mean, it, it gives me anxiety watching that move, but I mean, he didn't <laughs> seem to miss, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, sweet. Good win for you. You deserve it, buddy. And then bogey. 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 And on that third yeah, one, when he, when he got on the tee on that next one, he had that absolute big lipper in clearly stressed out like you know that, that guy like would love to just punch a dart at that point and yeah obviously he was stressed dude and then abe honest abe unbelievable like the guy i don't know like if i was a betting man like this for this year like you gotta take that guy for a win like he is solid right now and he looks so good down that closing stretch and i was like okay you know what this guy's legit gonna steal this win from Landry. But you know what? I had this funny feeling because his caddy played in Muni Madness at the Indio Muni that week. No way. With some of the boys and uh, made a hole in one. So I thought there was going to be a little bit of a storyline. Funny enough, his caddy's starting to look in Mr. Vallely, a, uh, a prairie boy from Canada here. He's starting to look like uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy. So. Oh, man. I saw that meme and I could not there. stop laughing at that. Like, That's too funny. <laughs> like, bang on almost. Like, <laughs> it was shocking. Just need a subway hat. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, someone Pretty should get funny. in touch with Subway and make that a reality. But that for sure should be his next sponsor. But 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought he, I thought he was great to watch. Um, you know what? It's not great. You know what? Adam Landry or Andrew Landry. I don't know why I'm thinking Adam Long, but um, I thought it was great to see him pick up that second win and really grind it out like that. Like he could legit see it slipping away. Like you got to think when he stood on the tee on 17. Obviously, he's going to look hang at the leaderboard, and he's going to yeah, see. Yeah, hang on for shit. your life. Yeah, and that was Funny. a clutch birdie, and to birdie the last. I mean, that was huge. Yeah, big big answer, right, in the face of diversity. Funny <laughs> enough, though, tournament host this year, Phil Mickelson, miss, misses a cut after he you know, throws that comment out there, oh, I'm hitting bombs, I'm not going <laughs> to go play the senior tour. Maybe it's time to think about making a move, Phil. I mean, obviously, your, your game's been kind of dwindling for the last little while. It's, It'd be nice to see him get a win this year. Obviously, he won at Pebble last year, so that's huge. But, uh, I don't know. I still think he Maybe has he the game to take one down. Sure. I, I think he should as well, but I still think he has the game. And I mean, I, I was listening to um, some other podcasts speak about it. And, you know, like for a prime example with Phil going and playing in that event in Saudi. Yeah, like uh, he's getting $2 million just to show up. Like... Wear that workday shirt. Yeah. Button up, go to the office. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> if your game's slipping, I mean, you might as well stay and play these type of events. Like, he's going to make two million. I think like, he's, he's got to realize it's slipping. I think, yeah, I don't know, man. I think he's at a point in life where he's comfortable. You know, he's, he's moving his family out to Florida now. I don't know if that's yeah, he's moving out to the tax break thing or, mm. or what he's doing. But I don't know. His putting just kind of has been, you know, mediocre at best lately. It's never I think been that's good. hurting him, so. Yeah, he's always, always figure that mediocre. Yeah, he's switching things up, going to the claw, doing this, doing that. Just yeah, you know he's been thinking about it a lot. Obviously, you can see if he's switching techniques, and he hasn't moved away from the the mallet style putter lately. But interesting enough, just just sad to see. You know what? That's such a great area for golf in Western United States, and it's it's been such a fall off ever since they've lost that the Bob Hope title sponsorship and, and that celebrity impact yes. celebrity draw. It's just too bad because it's such a great little area down there and some good golf courses. And hopefully they can get this figured out in the next year or two. Yeah. We can dive into that for a sec. I mean, that event, like obviously the Bob Hope, it was a different time and you know, the celebrity effect, like you're saying was Bill so Clinton. much bigger. Well, way bit more than that. I mean, the Bob Hope was, yeah. It was as big or bigger than the Pebble, right. the Pebble event. You know, like celebs wanted to play in that event. Like that was a big pro am. Totally. And now you see this group of celebrities that's really not that interested. And it's a good course for a pro am, like you said, Parksy. It's a it's a fun course. It's a player's course, but it's also playable for the average player. And yeah. Yeah, I mean that is lacking in there, and they're not getting the field that they were obviously ho- that they're hoping for. But well, no, and you know what? The, the LPGA had their opener, the their championship opening event with all the winners in the field, not the celebrity pro am. So I guess true. I'm sure some of those guys are are torn or what event to play in. Yeah, and this is still off time for a lot of the the tour players. Absolutely. After Christmas or after Hawaii, some guys play Hawaii. No, don't start tall Tori like Tiger, mm-hmm. or further down the down the road. So I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of in a funny spot, but again, I mean, I spent a lot of time down there and playing those golf courses. So I would say if if you want to work on if you want to work on your game or you're going to implement some changes, that would be 
you know, some of the most forgiving golf courses to do that. Maybe that's what Ricky Fowler was thinking this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, with him working on his swing as well, I think that's a good event to go out and do. Like, no, I mean, seemingly being the simplest and the weakest event in the West Coast swing, when you really think about it, it's it's an easy course for him to go out and work on something. Like you said, the weather's perfect. You're not battling the elements. You can really just get out there and grind something out. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's a feel. Yeah, I mean he's still in the final pairing on the last day, so he obviously played well enough, and clearly something was working. And you know what? He kind of just he played. No, he played mediocre on the weekend. Let's not sugarcoat that. But like, he also caught <laughs> some guys that really ran away with it. Like, besides Landry, I mean Scotty Scheffler looked great. He just couldn't keep up. He was grinding on Sunday, but he looked really good over the weekend. And I mean. Yeah, Abe, another guy, but yeah, yeah minus twenty six is deep. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 real deep. Well, you watch Tony Tony Fino on Friday go sixty two out there and effortlessly. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a tough event if a guy's hot, like you know, for anyone else yeah. to play. Like you can really take it low there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of birdies out there for sure. If you're if you're if you're in charge of what you're doing out there for sure. If your proximity to the hole is good. Like I said, those greens are all really true. So, I mean, those guys are just making birdies all day. So, I thought they for were sure. Great. I did see Ricky on the final day hit his hit his second shot into that crazy bunker. Do either of you know if he got up and down for birdie on Sunday? Oh, 16? Yeah. No, he made bogey on that one. He made one. bogey from there. Yeah. Tough. He yeah. had no shot, though. Yeah, short-sided. Short-sided. foot bunker lip, right? I was yeah. just looking to see if maybe he had some magic. I don't know how you can have magic out of that. You've already hit it 20 feet in the air, and it's still coming out dead flat. Like, and your short not enough to get her done. Have you? No. Have you I hit a shot we'll out of there, Parksy? Uh, what's that? Have you hit a shot out of that bunker when you were down there? I absolutely have. Yeah, for well, sure. Did you get up and down? It's not. It's not fun. <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, honestly, when we played out there, if you hit it anywhere. I don't know, relatively close to the fairway first cut. You were always trying to go at the throat of the green, but that's a really long hole. Yeah. Like we always played back tees, so if you're you're lucky to get it up to the front throat on your second shot, or if, if you hit a bomb and you hit an iron into that green, it was really hard to hold a front pin. So you were always playing for the right side of that green. Okay. Even if you pumped it into that doja, obviously that's better than left side where death is. So Yeah, exactly. Can't remember playing out of that bunker too many times, but yeah, I definitely did it. Sure. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, to just talk about the course one more time. I mean, people can knock on the overseeding thing. Like, I mean, obviously courses down there need to do it, but like, if you want to look at an example of a course that perfects overseeding, just look at that golf course. Like, I love seeing that dormant grass and like that absolutely nipped green fairway and rough, like up to it. I mean, they just do an amazing job down there. And like visually for the viewer, it's a great golf course to watch. So that's very cool. Cool to see it. And nice to see them just light it up. So yeah, I I thought it was an interesting, good for Andrew Landry. And you know, that was a huge move for him. Like he was like 270th or 230th in the world. And that like yeah, he guaranteed his card for another couple of years. So. Exactly. So that means good for him. That's a big win for him, and good for him. Proud of him. Absolutely. But we are moving on to an event 
this week, a big event where, like you said, uh, probably a lot of the big guys, and a lot of the big guys are playing. Uh, Tory Pines, the Farmers Insurance Open, is this upcoming weekend. Parksy, what are we feeling about that this weekend? You know, I'm honestly, it's starting to feel like a li- like a little bit of a major. Yeah. Like you said before, I mean, a lot of the big cats are playing, especially the big cat. He's going to start his uh, 2020 season out there. BD. Obviously, himself. he's got a lot of good, a lot of good fields out there, a lot of wins. So, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. A lot of guys are coming back from overseas to play in this event, and then traveling back mm-hmm. uh, to the Saudi event and things like that. So, yeah, it seems like this is sort of one of those boxes that everybody has checked this year on the schedule. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I got that one. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Right uh, I, I mean, I always love this event. I love seeing Tory. I think it's a great golf course. And I mean, like we said, Tiger having eight wins there. It's We all have seen these shots and we've, hell, we've probably played the video game enough times to uh, know this golf course in and out. It, it's it's a bomber's track too. Yeah, so that Monday U.S. Open finisher just well, cemented exactly. this golf course in history as like, epic and so i think everyone california southern california right on the ocean like anytime you get the ocean involved i think people like to show up and Uh, absolutely yeah it's 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 just a beautiful property all around and in a golf uh, mecca like san diego too like you know it's gonna be pumping get some absolutely our boy xander shop is gonna have a lot of support out there this week i like it oh absolutely i like it are we getting into picks already we can oh, pound through that. We can. That's a good segue. Nothing <laughs> anything. I like it. Fire it up, Parksy. What are yours for the week? All right. Well, obviously Xander Shoffley is on my on my radar, so I like him. I like guys that have had success out there before, and I'm not going to go with who you think I'm going to go with. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jason Day. He's making a return from injury. He always plays well out there. Seemingly, he does. Um, JB Holmes. He's Where's had some success out there in the past, and yeah, it's a bomber score. So I, I like to I like to see him play well out there this week. Um, and who's my who's my last guy here? Anybody have that info handy? I think you had um, Tony Finau, didn't you? You were looking at Tony. Was it Tony? Hmm, hang on a sec here. I gotta check what I wrote down. I don't want Cody to get on me again here about picking <laughs> everybody in the field. Uh, yeah, Tony Finau. All right. J.B. Holmes, Tony Finau, Xander Shoffley, and Jason Day. Leaving Tiger and yeah, Rory on the table. Leaving Tiger and Rory on the table. Even Justin Rose, I mean, he won out there last year. But he didn't play well over in in, uh, in Singapore. So no. And you know Singapore, what? He Dubai. hasn't played Sorry, much since the end of the year. So he's uh, no. not a guy that I'd be jumping on, to be fair. No, sorry. He was playing in Dubai. Yeah, he, he didn't play well over there. So, uh one guy that's coming in hot from Singapore is Matt Kuchar, so he would be somebody to look at. But I don't think Tory's a course for him. He doesn't hit it that far. So. No, but if he hits, if he hits a bunch of fairways, though, I mean that's a guy that you kind of got to watch. He's always, he's one of those guys that's like a top ten master, though. Like I, I wouldn't expect him to win, but he'll put a good sneaky. four rounds yeah, together. Watch him in the top fifteen, top twenty for sure. Uh, Dave, I, who you got? I'll go up. Uh, I'm gonna take the guys that you didn't take. I'm going to take Rory and Tiger. Uh, I'm going to go with some big boys and I'm stealing one of your picks as well. I am going to take Tony just because of his, uh, hot finish or, uh, good play this past weekend. I thought he was exceptional and I'm actually going to go back to another pick of mine that I 
I, I think he's just due. I'm going back to Sung J.M. Sung J. Sung J.M. Uh, the guy is oh. just, he's like constantly that. up there. Riding this guy all year. Okay. I'm going to. You're in on him. Mm-hmm. I like it. He's due. Tommy? Um, Throw your hat in the ring, bud. Yeah, I'm going to get my hat right in there. My first pick for the day, I just got to make sure he is playing, is Brant Snedeker in the field. Yes, he oh, is. Okay. I'm going Sned. Brant Sneds because he, he's had success out here, I believe. Um, he's got yeah, he's got feels. He's he won a few years back. Yeah, he likes it out there. Um, I think I got to. I'm gonna get on the Jason Day train with you as well, there, Parksy. I like I like yeah. him. He's won there, and yeah, he always likes that energy out there at the old Tory Pines course. Um, who else? Looks like a good pick out here. Um, I'm gonna go Zach Blair. Zach Blair, okay. CB. Yeah, I like him. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, left field. I'm either going to, I'm aiming for the fences the here. Bu- the Buck Club himself. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and then to finish it off, I'm going to go Justin Rose. You guys aren't like Rosie, eh? I'm just, I'm playing the old do not pass line here, going yeah. against the grain. Yeah, Justy Rose. It's, According to Sports it'll be Betting Dime. What Coach has to say about these picks. I'd be interested to know what he has, too. Amazing that none of us took John Rom. I didn't even know he was. Yeah, uh, I was looking at Rombo. Rombo is, I mean, he's got to be the most underrated player right now. He's third in the world. Like, and nobody yeah, really talks about Yeah, he definitely got the game him. up there. Yeah, we weren't showing sure. any love. Yeah, and he's sitting at like plus, eight, plus 750. Like, he's not a bad bet. Like, Rory's obviously topping the list right now. Followed by Rombo, Tiger, Shoffley, Rose. So there's some picks out there. I mean, I I've, I don't know. I always think that this is such a course that guys either eat shit or absolutely rip it up. Like birdie gore. Yeah. So there's always gettable part fives out there. And I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Part of me wants to pull mine from Zach Blair and throw that back on Tiger. But I'm not. I'm in. Lock him. <laughs> not going to do it. Not going to do it. Don't, you got to fight temptation, Tommy. I know. CB is, might is be a good DJ choice. Is DJ playing in the field? Is DJ out there, guys? I don't think do you guys so. have a draw? I didn't see him. I don't think he is, list. right? I didn't, no, I didn't see, see him. him I know he's playing. He might be playing in Abu Dhabi this week because oh. I know he's playing in Singapore. He's he's defending champion. So. But Abu Dhabi just finished that. I, or do they have another event this no, week? No, there's, there's two events. Two events, right. And then follow yeah, by another one the Saudi week. event. How about this yeah, question for the kids? What's your favorite hole at Tory? Do you guys have one? Is it like mine? Is that one mm. with the big, huge canyon in the middle? And they that have par three. Is it par three or par five? I think it's par five. They got to like smash it over. I couldn't tell you what number that is, but I think I know what hole you're talking about. Right. I think Tiger birdied it in that epic U.S. Open on, on the on the on Saturday. The sat- yeah. And yeah. that was, like, huge for the momentum. And I think that one would be mine. Not good with the whole numbers. I can't remember the whole numbers out there, other than, like, 18. You know, like, <laughs> it's such an iconic finishing hole. Like, Yeah, that is a beauty with that creek or lake right up in the front with the back-to-front sloping green. And that. Mr. Bones Mackay did the old uh, tender for... I was for just going to bring that up. Back. What was that, like, 103 yards out, and the guy walks it out? Yeah, that was like tens. Paced it out, pulled the pen, and he just felt jarred it too. That was beautiful. It was close. Yeah, yeah. I was. That's so funny. I was gonna bring that up when we head down and play, yeah. Parksy. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to do that for me on the 18th. No <laughs> I got you, buddy. <laughs> no matter where I, I am All for day. the third shot, yeah. I'm gonna ask you to stand <laughs> out of the way, Parksy, because I'm gonna be coming in hot on that one. So there you go. Yeah, I like it, boys. But we'll move on to it. actually, you know, we're gonna move into the Middle East a little bit. Um, Mr. Westwood, big win at the Middle Eastern big Open. Win. Middle East Open, big win. Yeah, huge win for That's a guy awesome. that was quoted saying earlier in the week, I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't played a lot of golf lately. Well, He's only 45. Yeah. But you he, know what? He's won in four in different every, decades. Yeah, one of the last four dec- decades. So that's huge. And that and shot again, him to 29 in the world. It's so good for him. He's just He's a guy I'd like to see win the Masters. Yes. I'd really like to see him get it done. Just give me so a major. Years been close. Oh, man. I, I mean, if it, if it wasn't the Masters, I'd love to see him win the Open, but... The Open, yeah. You never know. He's that. definitely got the game. I mean, he's, he's, he's won on the European Tour a lot of times in a lot of different conditions, so it's just anybody's, it's anybody's, uh, it's anybody's game out there. But, yeah, I'll, that's I'll, awesome to see. Yeah, I like Lee Westwood, too. He's, yeah, he's a strong dude mentally, physically, and he's got a good attitude out there. He's not, a, not afraid to call some BS when he sees it, but, like... Very disciplined. I think I like him yeah, a lot more now than back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I didn't really like him back in the day. I thought he was an arrogant little prick. It'll grow on you. Yeah, right? but now he's pretty funny. <laughs> like, I like him. Like, yeah. he, he's a good dude. And you know what? Like, he's, I don't know. Like, it, it all depends what that guy, the guy cannot close in a major. But I thought, to be fair, like, I think the funniest part of that entire win. Parsi, did you see his putter? Do you see how he picked the ball no. out of the hole? He didn't even. No. He has one of those putters with the hole, like those ping putters with the hole in the back, and legit. Oh my god! He looked like a fucking seventy-five-year-old senior on the Saturday morning shift, plugging the putter into the hole to pull that <laughs> ball out. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like Is that's that, what okay, you're gonna tell do?" Tell me if that's tell me if that's any better than the post that I saw online about the guy with the standalone putter lining his ball up on a European Tour event. No, but that was a pro am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that wasn't one of the pros. No, no. I okay. saw, I read about that as well. That was, uh, that guy a baseball player? That? Yeah, that was Greg Maddox. Yeah. Greg Maddox? Yes, yeah, some, cool. something like that. No, that's not. Did he have the Aaron Ober, Oberhoser putter out there? The S27 or S7K no, or whatever? That, no, <laughs> there wasn't that one. Apparently, it's some It's some other one, like actually like a big label, but. Oh, that's crazy. I got to figure God. this out. Yeah, you but. find that out. And, uh, yeah, one thing I think that is interesting about Lee Westwood, if I remember correctly, and someone can get on us in our DMs if I'm wrong, but I think Lee Westwood, when I went to the ping factory, he had the most putters in their gold vault because he's like their most winningest yeah. ping player. That may yeah, it could be, I would think. 25 wins plus, I would think, something like that. Yeah, I think that was a fact that they told me there is he had the most putters in the room. One of those golf nerds out there will get this for sure. They'll correct you if you're wrong, Tommy. Exactly. John Smoltz is the man that we were looking for <laughs> there. Greg Maddox. Yeah. John Smoltz was the standalone? He was the standalone putter. Yeah. Yikes. Nice That's to see, real good. Nice to see he made that putt on the Instagram. That would have been bad for the company had he missed it. Well, John Smoltz, he's a retired pitcher that's playing on the senior tour, is he not? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's that was in the program that he was using that? Yeah, apparently. Interesting. 
I don't know how, like, what's the rules on that, though? Like, from the tour aspect, like, surely that can't be legal. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I mean, is there another putter out there that you could stand up purposely by itself? Probably not. Not that I know of. But, I don't know. Hard to say. We're going to have to look into that, boys. Fact check that one. Mm, yeah, we might have to go deep into the into the rules for that one. But uh, to be fair, I always thought that if you teed your ball up and took a swing at it and knocked it off, then that counted as a stroke. And ZJ taught us all this year that that's actually not one. Best, <laughs> best moment of the 2019 PGA season, without a doubt. When he freaking towed that thing into that block. Oh, shit. Off the team marker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Priceless. That was so good. So I don't know, maybe Oops. putters that can stand and you can step back and read the line, they're, they're on their way in. Although I don't know what that yeah, means I, for speed of play. I can't see it being an issue with the rules, but again, it, you're not using anything as an aid outside of the club you've chosen to make a you know stroke at the ball with. So mm-hmm. hard to say. This looks absolutely horrific. And if I saw somebody slow jam in front of me doing that shit, there'd be balls flying at him for sure. Oh yeah, he just driver buzzing one 50. right over his head. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Put that putter away, bro. You might as well just chip on that green because they ain't going any other way. <laughs> Guy that has the yips. Or just pick up your ball and go to the next hole. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Maybe skip a couple, bro. I'm some, coming up on you. Some guy with the yips who just know. can't quite get his line right, so he has to step off his putt like four or five <laughs> times to get make sure it's just perfect. <laughs> and then oh, he, I'd, I'd be vomiting. <laughs> then he leaves it short three feet. That'd be Your buddy feet. Thomas would be losing his mind. Oh, yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Shout out, brother. Yeah, slow play king. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, but I'm going to ask one thing here, and this is not a political podcast. We know this. This is not what we're trying to achieve. Although we've been attacked by some trolls. We have been attacked by Russian trolls about Trump talk, which we've never had on this pod. This might have been the first right. time we've ever mentioned his name. But we don't need to talk about those trolls because that IRA garbage, that international or internet research agency, they ain't getting us. They ain't touching us, man. And starting no trolls. Ain't going back. No. And we ain't going down that road. We'll fend them off. I'll fend them off. But I'm going to ask you, Parksy... That event in Saudi coming up at the end of the month, there is a lot of backlash on that, hey, for a lot of the American players going over and playing there. Not just American, international as well, but specifically the Americans. I don't care Massive. too much. Like, I understand the reasons. I mean, these are clearly, like, people, a nation that funds terrorism. But what is your yeah, opinion on guys going out and playing this event? Like, it's, yes, it's, it's big things. money. They're going to tell you all day it's growing the game of golf. And In the they're kingdom. Supporting these, they're supporting these golf courses that are being built and they're bringing awareness to the game and, and things like that. And, and I understand that side of it. And not everything has to be about politics. And, and not necessarily if those guys are traveling over there doesn't mean they support what is happening in Saudi or any of the, you know, any of the royal regime trying to do anything negative or trying to create any hostility. I mean, they're they're innocently going over there to cash a check, essentially, for the sport that they're being paid to do as their job. So yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with it. I think a lot of celebrities shoulder a lot of political bad karma. Well, not bad karma, but bad press just because of the 
absolute attention that they get and it's just an opportunity to tag something on and i feel bad for them because they get a lot of kind of pressure pinned on them mm-hmm. and it, again it's one of those things that they're maybe not necessarily doing it for anything but the opportunity to go over there and grow the game so i think it's i think it's okay yeah i i'm 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 with you on that, to be fair. Like, I don't think it's a huge issue. I don't, I don't think it's really necessary to grow the game in Saudi Arabia. I mean, who the, who's playing? It's like, it's millionaires. It's princes. Like, I'm not too worried about growing the game there. But from a standpoint of playing an event. It's an ego I think, thing. I think mostly, like, they just, they're princes, billionaires, people that have ridiculous amounts of money. And well, Phil's getting paid $2 million just to show up. Horses to bet on, say, this guy came here and whatever. I, I don't know. It's it's a wild world over there. I, don't, I haven't been over there. I don't understand it as much as I like probably should. And it's crazy times in the world right now. It 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 gives it opens doors for a lot of different things behind the scenes. You know, for golf course development to happen over there. Yeah. Maybe it opens doors for different manufacturers to have facilities in those locations. Or you know what I mean. There's a yeah. lot. There's a lot of underlying opportunity there i'm sure and and i think it's a lot about reading between the lines but totally. from a professional's take i would say that they're pretty disconnected from the social sort of political confinement that everybody seems to box them into when they do things like this so yeah. maybe it's not the most ethical reason to go over there because really you're just going for a paycheck but again, it's that waving the flag of growing the game and giving exposure to the game in, in parts of the world that don't necessarily get the opportunity to see their favorite players. And there are a lot of Canadians and Americans and, and people from all over the world that do work over there and support golf. Absolutely, so, there is. Meh. Do I'm they the do, devil's advocate here. I like that. Do they do LPGA-type events over there at all? No. Maybe that's what they need to do. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if that would fly just yet, but... <laughs> We could try in a few years, <laughs> but might be a little dicey. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think it matters on the location. Event, an event is an event, and I mean, if you're getting a fee to go out there, and Phil came out and said that he didn't really think, he, you know, his quote was, "You'll get over it." You know, like these guys that are co- attacking him for going out there, he's like, "You'll get over it." He's, he came out yeah, saying exactly. that he wanted to go out there to experience something that he's never seen. He's never been out there. So he just wanted right. to actually see it. And you know what? If that's your standpoint, or that's his standpoint, great. To me, that sounds amazing. Good yeah, for why you, not, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? If you, someone said, hey, man, $2 million, Tom, we're going to fly the 4Jack podcast over. Like, having not exper- like I think it is good to get that first-hand experience. So Phil going over there to just, oh, wow, this is how it is over here, rather mm-hmm. than just through the lens of the news, I think depending on whatever it is, the motivation of the person, the organizations that are doing it, the people, maybe someone goes over there and says, hey, this is kind of like a weird thing we're doing over there. Yeah, and especially like for Phil, like we're using him as an example, like we were talking about earlier, with his clearly foreseeable future leading towards the PGA Champions Tour, he's not going to have the chance to go out there and play because they don't have events over there. So... You know what, like, if he jumps onto that schedule, like, he's not going to see that. He's going to see, you know, the Caribbean and places in the States that he's played his whole life. So The hot spots, yeah. I did see an interview on the weekend with Bernhard Longer, and they were asking him about playing events. They were asking him about Saudi and Singapore and Dubai and blah, blah, blah. And they, the senior tour is looking at hosting events in some of these 
you know, remote destitute locations. So be interesting to see if they jump on board. I think they should. With PGA. Obviously there's some money there, so it's good for PGA sanction events, good for European tour sanction events. I mean, it's growing the game, right? Absolutely. Especially, Especially right now, like, with the Champions Tour, like, I'm, I'm not sure if you watched it all this weekend, but if you looked at that leaderboard, man, I mean, that's a dream leaderboard in 2001, like, 99. Yeah. Like, that was unbelievable. Like, if, if you're a fan, if you've been a fan of golf for a very long time, the Champions Tour should be something that you should gravitate towards. I mean, I know it's tough to say that when you're facing, you know, the PGA Tour, but there's some amazing golf still being played by these guys. Like, they still bomb it. They're still putting up yep. unbelievable numbers. And it's, for the playing, or for the players' aspect, I mean, it's a relaxed, condensed schedule. It's only got three days, no cut, except for the majors. And, yep. man, I, it's exciting golf. Like, I don't know. Big ups to Ernie Els, man. Just yeah, about took down his maiden event. I think totally. It's very cool. I think it's one of those things that, like, it's an acquired taste, right? Like, if you're a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, whatever, you don't really have a history with Ernie Els. No. So there's no nostalgia in it for you to be like, okay, yeah, like, Ernie still got it. I like watching this move. Like, I remember those days. It was his first event this weekend. He almost won it. That's crazy. But... When you got Colin Moore, Cow, Matthew Wolf, and all these people on your yes. Instagram feed, it's a lot easier for the like. And I think we're just in a weird transition stage of like getting into our thirties a bit, and you know, some guys transitioning that we were watching younger, moving on to the Champions Tour, and mm-hmm. you're like, Bernhard Longer's been just dominating, playing like a god forever, and you start to realize that like, damn, like I should be watching this too. And I should be watching the Corn Fairy. Should. I should be watching the LPGA. I should have golf streaming 24-7. Exactly. Well, it's cool that we live in a world where all that's accessible now because before it was very, very far and few between where you actually had an, a tour event on, you know, regular cable hours on oh. a Friday or a Thursday. Exactly. Whereas now, we, it's seemingly, we have golf in primetime every day. So, yeah. it's crazy. Well, especially with Very the last cool. couple of weeks with the Corn Ferry being in the Bahamas and they're playing till Wednesday. So literally, right. I have it seven days a week. I mean... Yeah, beautiful. What a treat. And to go no back... Reason, no the, real reason to go to work, I guess, right? So. No, man, I'm just going to shut it down from now on. Why do you like, think we're starting a podcast, man? We're trying to make yeah. this work, right? <laughs> exactly. Four exactly. Jack Radio. Crossed, Tom. To go back Fingers to this, that Corn Ferry event last week, and I'm not going to dwell on this too long, and... I'm not sure if you listen to this, Parksy, but there was another podcast that spoke about this, and I did watch a little, a couple clips of the last few holes of the Corn Ferry with Tommy Ganey winning. No one mentioned, no one on that broadcast mentioned. I know where you're going. Freaking guy got arrested for soliciting a prostitute. No one. who would? Good for them to keep it off the air, though. Who I mean, fuck? It's one of those that. things. You think I'm stupid? With the amount of technology that's in this world, that is that shit went viral, and you're not even going to bring it up? Like, this is something that you need to talk about. It's current events. But did they... So, okay, when Tiger went through all his... They talked about it all the time. Whatever you want to brand it as. When he went through his DUI and stuff like that, did they talk about it all the time? I don't remember at all. There was a few. I, they definitely it was in the I know. news, obviously. 
more than Tommy Ganey pulling a hooker. The broadcasts. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you think Randall Chambly would be saying something about that somewhere, right? I mean, he's, he's pretty. He's, I don't no think filter. He's, he's not on the Corn Ferry broad, broadcast thing. No, he doesn't. But but still, like I mean, when they do Golf Central, he, they still talk about a lot of different things that are yeah. happening in the world. So I just found that very you interesting know what? that you wouldn't bring that up. Like maybe he sent a seat and desist to the Golf Channel, like Patrick Reed. Who knows? Yeah, this oh, is man. this is allegations, not. I've not been criminally indicted and charged. Well, I've been charged, but I haven't been like prosecuted and found True. guilty. Right. Right. So well, at least guilty. now he can pay for his lawyer fees. Now he's yeah. He so. probably played the best <laughs> golf of his life, knowing that like I need to do this. <laughs> otherwise, this. I'm gonna get some sort of like prosecutor from the state that's not really go through care. Q school and wins the first event. Like hello, <laughs> what he's the locked fuck? up his card. Yeah. You just Dude, need... What the hell, man? <laughs> That's good insane. For him. Yeah, good for him. Bounce back, right? I, I think like he it. went for the VIP treatment. I mean, really. Oh, my God. Good on him. Those fucking lovely Bahama Mamas. You know that guy was taking some down with that cash. <laughs> there probably, you go. Probably took that giant giant check to a liquor store and asked for that thing to be cashed ASAP. There you go. Take my 10% off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me, give me some Jamaican rum and let's get her done. <laughs> yeah. That's too funny. Uh, but speaking of uh, near cease and desist, yet again, we are speaking about this. Um, wow, we got a message coming in. Yeah. Didn't know that was coming on. in the hotline. What are the people asking? Uh, nothing good. Um, did you see that Cam Smith is playing in the event this week? So I was oh. going to take him and be an instigator, but you should have. Yeah. You should have because he's going <laughs> to get ripped apart. Were you going to say Cameron Smith got talked to by the uh, PJ Tour? By the Tour. And he is not allowed to mention... I think he just got a warning, right? He got a warning, yes. And if he was to get a fine, it would... What was it? It was like a $5,000 fine and whatever else. But the fact that the Tour needs to go to Cam Smith and say, hey, we don't want you to be saying bad things about Patrick, that he's a cheater. I understand that in the rules, it says that you cannot, (laughs) you know deface anyone any player sponsor whatever i understand that like it is defamation but at the same time you're a cheater and yeah they like to keep their bullshit in 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 amongst themselves in their four walls right they don't want it to be he said she said from from pro to pro but i agree i mean come on dude it was super obvious he did it twice in a row yeah on camera in an event in a bunker where he knows what the rule is. There was nothing questionable about it. Exactly. He improved his life. Plain and simple. He cheated. Like, should have been Dairy Queen right there. That, that should have been it. <laughs> what is going to happen well, if he does it again doing. this year? Like, if he but cheats he's, he's, again. He's, he's branded as a cheater. Oh, if he does it again, they'll they'll lynch him. They'll hang him from a tree. Like, that'll be it. It's, it's I, for I real think they over. have to. But he, and every one of his tour wins will have an asterisk beside it. For sure. Did he cheat? They yeah. said back in college, even high school possibly, I remember reading something that he was known as a cheater. Yeah, see, I when you hear stuff like that, you got to imagine that, like, let's just say, let's take away anything, saying that he does anything this year. But if you're pegging it up every week on tour, you got to think that every single guy that you're playing with is thinking, watching this it. guy thinks I'm a cheater. Like, 
unless he's so oblivious and just doesn't care, doesn't think about it. I feel like he has to not care, otherwise he wouldn't play golf on the PGA Tour. Because like, how do you how Agreed, do you, yeah. like how do you carry that that long? How do you, how do you block that out? Yeah, no, I mean, and you know what sucks is like he, if he wasn't such a dick yeah, and like a it. cheater, like he's a phenomenal player. Totally. Like, he was like on top of the world when he was like Captain America in the Ryder Cup. Like people love this guy and like he could have been a big fan favorite. Yeah. But then he threw every single player under the bus at the Ryder Cup and yeah. then he cheated and it's like and your wife is bullying you like man. You... He's good for the game, guys. You know why? Every sport needs a villain Absolutely. and he's a villain. He is the villain. Like, he's the, he's a bad guy. Yeah. And every everybody needs that bad guy. Yeah, it keeps, every every event. Yeah, keeps life keeps interesting. Yeah, keeps keeps, keeps people looking. Keeps everyone commenting on it. And yeah, it's just he's kind of like the guy you're playing cards with. That's always like they're Dodgy. cheating because they can, and they're like, I don't care, whatever, do what you can to win. Screw you, right? Yeah. And he's just adopted yeah. that mentality into like, like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> Basically, I think but if you I, ain't, che- yeah, 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 you're not cheating. You're not cheating the game. You're only cheating yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I literally think that's Patrick Reed's philosophy on life. If you <laughs> yeah, ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's it. That's oh, right. Oh my gosh. Bumper well, sticker. Let's slap that one on. Right. That's beautiful. Piece. Yeah. I know we've been dwelling on Patrick Reed probably for the last like four or five podcasts, but like this is big shit, man. Like we gotta talk about this. This guy's a cheater. Yeah. I we'll move on. I, I think mean, we nailed it. Right yeah, there. I think we have to put it to bed like until the next time when he cheats, and then we can really get into <laughs> it because it's gonna happen. Until this week when they catch him. Oh, and then they start booing. And they start calling him a cheater. Like, I can't wait for that to happen. It's going to happen. You know, we should actually put a bet on this. What are the the chances that someone yells cheater this weekend? 100%. Mm. Like, loud enough? Like, are we talking? Loud enough for the broadcast. Yeah, are we talking, like, Tournament of Champions? Like, louder. Clear? That was pretty loud. That was really loud. For How sure. many times is it going to happen? Like, I think it might happen multiple times. You're getting an over-under going. Parksy, this sounds like a bet you might be interested in. Yeah, let's put an over-under <laughs> well, on this. Okay. Let's put it this way. Let's see if he gets on the leaderboard, the first page of the leaderboard, because if he's got cameras on him, Ooh. then for sure guys will be yelling. So I'm going to say it, it's definitely an over on one. Yeah. If he's on the leaderboard. Uh, I'm sure it's going to happen, but unless he has coverage, like we'll, we'll likely never hear it. But So for all intents and purposes, let's hope that he plays well enough to get on the board and uh, he gets some camera time. I think and let's see if some people put the, put the gears to him. If he makes the cut, I'm going to put the number at three for the week. Three, okay. I think that's a fair. And I think one will come Friday afternoon and two will be on Sunday. And it I'm excited for the waste management. Honestly, like it's just gonna be awesome. He's gonna to get it a thousand times on sixteen. Sixteen green to sixteen T box. Yeah, yeah. I actually wish on I was Thursday in that box with all those people. I want to see him withdraw after he's crying his eyes out <laughs> on sixteen because he's he's embarrassed and he can't pull the club back. He might get like stuff thrown at him. Oh, for sure he will. Like. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I would not be walking down the edge of that place. He's going to get beer dumped on him. Yeah, just tomatoes, <laughs> right? Boo. Oh, man, he's going to get it, but... Oh, well, we'll wait and see. He's going to get it. 
Um, I don't, I don't know what, what else I have to talk to you about, Parksy. Like, I feel like we've gone over a lot here. Even some things we didn't think we would, right? Yeah, well, exactly. Parksy, what do you have to tell me? Like, what do you got lined up for the next week or so? Like, are you, uh, are we watching the I'm farmers somewhere? What What's that? I'm excited to see what happens at Tory this weekend. I'm, I'm looking forward to that event. I'm not hugely focused on Abu Dhabi, but no, be interesting to see how those guys play, and then obviously ramping up for uh, for Saudi. But uh, yeah, I, maybe this is sort of like uh, let's just really look forward to the Masters in, the, in 78 days and, and get excited for that. I mean, saw this that is, this is the lead up right to, to the best time of the year. So. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, boys. Yeah, and you know what? I think I can take your lead and go with that, Parsi. I mean, Tori is always an event that I enjoy watching, and I think it's going to be nice to see Tiger make his season debut and Rory as well. And I think the big boys are going to come to play. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. We'll see. All right, Parsi. Well, we're going to let you go, and we're going to cap this one off, and we'll chat with you next week after the Farmers. Excellent, boys. Keep it on the short stuff. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. See you, Parksy. See you, bud. Peace. Ciao. Hello, 4Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy, Active Nation, and thank you for listening to the 4Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Then we're good. Cut it.